0: hey everyone what's up my name is river and you're listening to seu buzz if you've ever dreamed of dropping everything and escaping to an island today's podcast is for you joining me is sophie Bates, a graduate of the hotel school who lived worked and studied in the lap of luxury at hayman island resort The Hotel School is a unique partnership between Southern Cross University and Malfour Australia, offering world-class degrees in tourism and hotel management. The campus on Hayman Island offers courses with paid internships at the resort. Today, we'll be taking a deep dive into studying by the sea and careers in the tourism and hospitality industry. Welcome to the podcast, Sophie. It's great
1: to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I am 26 now and I got into the hospitality industry pretty late in life. Um, I started out my first degree in marketing straight out of school and I did that, pursued that for about five years and I realized sitting at a desk just wasn't for me. So I quit my job, sold my car and started in Central America and traveled around the world. Um, I ended up making it to Europe. And was just traveling around with a couple of friends that I met there and ended up in Serbia. So I ended up in Belgrade after about eight months of traveling. And they asked me to, they were losing a few staff around that time. So they asked me to stay at them, work at the hostel for them. And I didn't really consider it at first, never working with hospitality before in my life. So, but after a couple of nights, I thought this is a pretty cool place to to live and work. So yeah, I ended up joining them and... So I started working in Belgrade and ended up staying there for about two months with that hostel and did everything from housekeeping to running their events at night, entertaining all the guests and a little bit of the reception as well. And it was just so much fun and ended up leaving them, continuing traveling. And I got back to Australia because of COVID. When that hit in March, I came back and I wanted to get into the tourism industry then, but obviously that was completely shut down. So I didn't really know what to do. I wanted to be a travel agent and then I started an online course through, just through TAFE and still thought, oh, this isn't really what I want to do. And I found SCU Advertising Online for their Hayman Island campus. And being from Brisbane, the Queensland borders were still open, so it was quite easy for me to travel up there to the Sundays, And yeah, I ended up starting there and then we were the first group on that campus. So that was super exciting. And yeah, end up getting a job with them, as well as an associate's degree and a diploma through HTMI Switzerland. Wow. Okay. There's some pretty impressive accolades. So
0: going from starting your career in tourism in a hostel environment, how does that compare um, with hostel hospitality and accommodation compared to say, a resort like Heyman Island, where you're working in more of these luxury hotel resort spaces?
1: Yeah, it's just, it's a completely different vibe. We still get to connect with the guests in a really personal way on the private island, which I absolutely loved. And yeah, I got to trial, like through SEO, I got to trial a bit of housekeeping and food and beverage as well. So I did move around a bit there. But yeah, it is just Yeah, you got like higher standards, which I quite, I really like following the higher standards and nice uniforms and everything too. Whereas at the hostel, we obviously just didn't have any of that. I was organizing pretty much everything myself. If I wanted to take people to a certain pub or anything that night, you know, we'd go and, you know, people just put their faith in you to have a good time. Whereas, yeah, on the island, there's, yeah, pretty strict standards, but, and yeah, you just learn a lot along the way too.
0: Mm. So what is it like when you, you you spoke a little bit earlier about connecting with guests and when you're working in kind of that resort location, you can connect with guests more. What kind of an experience do you get from connecting with guests and, and why is that important to your job?
1: Um, Well, super important. We did have a few of those guests stay for long periods of time because it is quite a secluded island. They did stay for, I think, about three nights to sometimes even up to a week. So you do get to know those guests a lot. You get to know their preferences at dinner, you know how their steak's cooked and everything in the restaurants. It's just quite a unique experience being able to work with them, well, you know, serve them at the pool bars during the day and then at night at our fine dining restaurants. And I just think, yeah, you just get to check with the whole family and everything a bit more. Hmm.
0: So what was it like to be studying, working and living on Hayman Island?
1: Yeah, it was really good. They capped our hours at about twenty hours um a week when I first started. And I think in the first year that's so important to see to you prioritize your, your uni work. But then yeah, in the holidays you could obviously work as much as you wanted. But the island was super flexible with all those hours as well. So yeah, I said we started in I started in housekeeping because I didn't have any experience anywhere else. So yeah, I did about eight months in that. And then in the second semester I transferred over to food and beverage with the intention of just getting a feel for everything and intending to move over to the front office. But yeah, I absolutely fell in love with food and beverage and haven't looked back since. Wow.
0: For students wanting to study tourism in the future, what can they expect in the course load or what kind of units do you study as a part of that degree?
1: Yeah, so we studied, I believe, three units per semester and I think working those amount of hours on the island, that was the perfect load for me in particular. The coursework, obviously you've got all your core subjects that first year, which is super beneficial to your career and just kind of set up the rest of the coursework in the next year as well. But yeah, the 20 hours, yeah, about 40 hours a week of work was needed, I think with all the readings included. And then you got the 20 hours of work on top of it. And your free time is your free time. And yeah, the walk to the uni campus was just beautiful as well. So no complaint. Wow. Did, did you get
0: accommodation included in your degree package as well?
1: Yes, we did. Um, so we, when I first started, we had the option to choose the twin rooms, which is normal for attendance on the island. Any of the attendants, you share a room with someone. But I was lucky enough as the first group to get a choice of our own room shared bathroom. So that was really, really, really lucky. But I think now they just offer the twin rooms, which is great. And I think they buddy you up with someone who's also in the hotel school. So you've got similar lifestyles in probably similar departments as well. So yeah, all accommodation, you do have to pay for, but it's heavily subsidized just being an island in general and food as well. We had a staff diner, which gave us a buffet breakfast, lunch, and dinner each make for student life yeah definitely you just didn't have to think about any of that as well which took a lot of pressure off living you know if you're living at home you have to think about what meals you're going to cook that week and yeah and all that shopping but that's all taken care for you in our staff village we've had a little shop that you could buy like extra food from as well which did help if you wanted some snacks and everything So what was it like with the other students? Did you find that it was like
0: quite a uh, vibrant student culture there on the island too? Did you get to connect with other people who were studying the courts?
1: Yeah, definitely. It was quite a small campus when I first started. Um, So we were all a really tight knit community and we were the first students that had ever come onto the island. So it did take a while for everyone on the island to adjust because some of them had been there for 10, 15, 30 years or whatnot. So to have all these uni students just like raging the whole island, it was, yeah, it was an interesting experience, but they, yeah, we were all hard workers and that was like really well respected on the island and yeah, the campus just keeps growing now. So I think it's a bit busier, but when I first started, I think it was like about 20 of us were the, yeah, the first students. And then now I think it's up to about 40, 40 or 50. Yeah. So you mentioned and you spoke about this a little bit earlier, but
0: what were the work experience opportunities like in the resort?
1: So we got offered a couple of different areas based on your experience. Because most people were just coming out of school, a front office wasn't really an option. Portering was though. Um, so we had portering, housekeeping and food and beverage attendant. So they were like kind of the base levels that you started at, and then you can work your way around the resort or up the ladder from there. Right. So I started out in housekeeping, um, got experience in that, moved to F&B, and then became a team leader for one of my internship subjects, and I kind of just stuck with that. And after that, and I was working about full-time hours after I became team leader, even through my studies, which I felt like it was... It was a good balance. It was still hard, but I felt like it was a good balance. And yeah, the um, our managers are really flexible with the days that we did have to go into uni. So what was
0: the assessment structure like when you're studying this? Does your internship go towards your assessments or are you doing exams or um, yeah, I guess what kind of assessments were part of the structure?
1: Yeah, so we had just like the normal three subjects per semester. Most of those included about reassessments within that. So we usually had like two theories and maybe an exam or like a long response or something. But then after the second, in between like the first and second year, we had our first internship and that was just when you'd work full-time. You did have like small assessments within that, but that was easily manageable with full-time work. Um, And then, yeah, and then I kept going from full-time. I just continued full-time, you know, the money was better as well, you know, coming in, it was always good to have a bit more disposable income. So what,
0: what is the difference between say studying tourism and, and, uh, going down that pathway into that career versus practical industry led pathways?
1: Yeah. So, um, we've actually done a couple of subjects that I found were really helpful. We had um, one called Hospitality Services Management, which had the Servqual model and people that studied F&B management would know about that. It's just about the perceived service quality versus the customer experience. And in that, within that content, I think about that almost on a daily basis in my job now. It's just, you know, little things pop in here and there and our risk management course as well was, I didn't like it, but it was super helpful. It was just one of those subjects that you have to do and I wasn't very good at it. But again, really, really helpful real world experience and we also did restaurant reviews in our food and beverage operations class and how the dining experience is influenced so that was also really helpful for me and one of my favorite subjects was conventions exhibitions and events and that was probably the most real world experience that i had because i wanted to go into events management And we had to do like a bid plan and a bid proposal, which was super detailed. And we had to come up with a scenario and kind of execute a fake expo or conference in a different country. And we had to come up with like accommodation options, um, potential exhibitors and sponsors. We had to do floor plans and plan field trips for all the guests. And it was just, yeah, it was super like real world experience that really helps me in my day-to-day life nowadays. Wow.
0: So what are some of your favourite memories from working and studying on Hankman Island?
1: I think it's just the culture of the island itself. I mean, we only had about, I think, 300 to 400 staff that ranges from on the entire island. So you work together with everyone. Everyone knows each other. It's just such a tight-knit community. and. Yeah, all the, like all the other staff and all of the other students as well were just so supportive and we'd always help each other when studying. And we had that second semester of people intake and they were doing the same subjects that we did the semester before. So there's a little bit of tutoring going on in between our breaks and everything. So yeah, it was just a really nice community there. Everyone was really supportive. All the managers were really supportive as well. so
0: You gained a job from your time studying at Heyman Island and worked for a year as the events team leader at the Intercontinental Heyman Island Resort. Would you be able to tell us about that experience and what it was like to have a job straight out of receiving your degree and qualification?
1: Yeah, definitely. So we actually went through one of our busiest periods when I became team leader. Um, After COVID, the island had to honour all the contracts that were postponed so we were sometimes doing about three events in one day across all of the island, um, working with uh, everything from conferences to high profile clients. And yeah, it was just, it was really, really busy. So I got experience really, really quickly in managing a large team of people and working alongside my supervisor as well. So yeah, it was, it, it was just a really good experience to build up my leadership ability because I'd never been in a formal leadership position before. Wow. And so what have you done since that, that opportunity in
0: that position?
1: Yeah, so events eventually on the island kind of came to a bit of a, not a halt, but there was like a couple of private dining experiences here and there that I was running, but the restaurants were really busy, uh, you know, picked up again in the restaurants. So I was actually assisting the restaurants and managing them. And yes, that was really good to go from being an attendant to helping be a leader in those restaurants and the yeah, in our signature restaurant. Wow. So that was really good experience as well to get that restaurant side experience as well as the events experience. So what makes you
0: passionate about tourism and hospitality management?
1: It's probably just the fact that I can do something different every day and I get to do like the setup and service and you just get to see the guest face at the end of the night and all your hard work is just so worth it and they're just so thankful and you know when the service has been good the staff are so happy as well I just love seeing that outcome of an event you know when I worked in marketing back in the day like you did all the campaign works but you never got to see it executed so I really like seeing the execution and just the effect that that has absolutely so Sophie, I've got one last question for you.
0: What advice do you have for potential future students thinking about studying tourism?
1: I think just go for it. I think get as much experience under your belt. I think the the degree is really important. It definitely expedited my career, especially starting so late in the industry. Um, so I really got hit the ground running with this degree under my belt, and it's definitely helped me apply for jobs. Yeah, it's just I think go for it and it just opens up so many opportunities worldwide for you as well. Awesome. Sophie, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me.
0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this land. We would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging.